Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite madman show, Made Man. I am Mike, your Made Man, and today I am talking about the third episode ever of Mad Men, The Marriage of Figaro. I just finished it. Now, I watched it kind of in two uh, blocks. Most of it I watched on the train ride home from Boston today, and with about 10, 11 minutes left, I just finished it now. It's about 9 o'clock at night, so a few hours difference. Uh, You may notice that I actually sound a little better. I'm not outside. I'm not talking to my phone. I have a headset on, and I'm just kind of talking into my computer. Um, So I might forget things. I might not get things right. I don't care. This is really my instant uh, reaction to the episode, The Marriage of Figaro. I'm sure that has some sort of meaning. I know it's an opera. I don't know what the point of the opera is. Um, I know that Don Draper put it on at the birthday party of his of his daughter, uh, which I'm sure I should know the name of her by now, but I do not. Uh, I know the name of their dog sheet they got, Polly. But let's kind of see if I can remember everything going on in this episode. First of all, Pete is back from his uh, honeymoon. And he talks to Peggy for a little bit, but she's like, you know, I'm, I'm married now. She's like, oh, no, the, um, you know, I, I would never say anything. And she, she doesn't expect anything. Uh, and then she says, you can go to the meeting. Uh, you want me to buzz you? And he goes, no, I, I, I can see the doors still. I can see the doors open a little. Now, he said that about going into the meeting, but I wonder if he also kind of said that to Peggy, like, hey, I can see the doors still open a little with you. No, he comes back from his honeymoon, and the first thing he does, he goes into his office, and there are uh, a family of Chinese people in there with chickens and yelling at him to close the door. Basically, they said they 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 threw a Chinese family in his room as a prank. Other people said, um, you know, Oriental people they are in there. Um, when the boss came in, he was like, "I want those Chinamen out of here." Very, uh, just like the racism, it's not like overt, like, whoa, mean-spirited. I mean, it's just the way it was. It was just, it's awful, but it's like almost the expected way things were. Um, I, I think they made, they might have made it, well, there was definitely some anti-Semitism at the birthday party. Um, we'll get to that. So the, uh, the ad they were working on this time it was like a an x-lax kind of thing uh, they didn't talk much about it they didn't talk much about this product at all they kind of kept focused focusing on uh the volkswagen the the, the beetle uh, the bug i guess that was fairly new and there was an ad at the time talking about it being a lemon uh and like i guess the ad was supposed to be you know like turning the being ironic uh, and they were talking about they liked the ad, they didn't like the ad. Uh, and, you know, Don was like, we've, well, we've been talking about it for 15 minutes. But I just thought it was interesting kind of sign of the times. The, the episode started weird with Don was taking his train to work. And a guy stopped him and spoke to him. Um, got missed, you know, he thought he was somebody else. He, uh, he mistook him for a different name. But Don just kind of went with it, which was weird. The guy's like, we need to talk again. I assumed he misunderstood. I don't think Don has a second life or a second name, right? I mean, the guy gave him his card. He's like, yeah, sure, we'll definitely catch up, which was weird. Um, 
Also, Don got back to uh, the the woman from Madigan's, I believe. The uh, I look, it's weird. I see the woman who runs Madigan's, and all I think of is Tara from uh, Sons of Anarchy. You know, it's funny when you see someone that you know from a television show so well, and other people might just know her from Mad Men and say, "Oh, that's the, that's the woman from Mad Men." But no, she's Tara from Sons of Anarchy. But she's kind of showing Don the uh, store because. It, turns out that nobody's gone to her store. They, they're telling her what to do and different things. She's like, yeah, we already do that. Have you even been to my store? Don goes to the store and um, she gets some cufflinks. She shows them where they keep their security dogs on the roof, which I'm sure is, you know, uh, ASPCA would not allow that kind of thing nowadays. Um, it was a little weird. Uh, and they had some intimate moments together and they kissed. And, uh, you know, because Don, Don Draper, you're a son of a bitch. Uh, they kissed. She kind of he. Then all of a sudden he's like, "I'm married," which was weird. Like, I doesn't he have a ring on? Didn't she notice that? Uh, but she was a little upset with him. Just kind of left him as is. Uh, and Don has no problem with his girlfriend, but apparently having a third uh, woman is where he draws the line. I don't know. Uh, but that was really pretty much everything that had to do with the store and uh. The uh, the office. Nothing much else happened there. The, some of the secretaries are talking about Lady Chatterley's lover and how racy it is. And Peggy borrowed the book. Um, there was, you know, a little talk of uh, Pete was talking to one of the guys. I don't know his name, but he's on uh, Glow now. And he was like, "Look, I I I will occasionally flirt and talk with a woman, but that's that's about as much as I'll do with the opposite sex." Um, because I'm a married man. And, you know, he almost thinks of that as like being admirable. Maybe it was compared to these other guys. Uh, and Pete got a call from his wife who called to see just what he wanted for dinner. He was like, I'm going to have dinner waiting for me when I get home. And he's always, he just sounds like a real smiley, hi. Hey, Don, we should have, we should have you over for dinner sometime. And Don Draper's like, yeah, yeah, maybe. But there wasn't much as far as in the office, focusing on uh, the co-workers. This time we kind of got to see the the home life more of Don, the, the neighbors he has, uh, the people he had over for his daughter's birthday party. Uh, we, got, we got to see Don putting together a playhouse for his daughter. And that look that he had, the way he was dressed, to me so far is the one that stood out the most of really feeling like the time. You know, he was in dress pants with the belt and the pulled up wearing a white t-shirt. I couldn't, like, I've seen pictures of my grandfather on both sides, my mother's dad, my dad's dad, or like the, those guys, people, you know, around that age back then, and that is how they looked. And to me, that one stood out most of all. You know, never mind him making a playhouse and he's like, go get me a beer to his daughter. Um, that was kind of funny. You know, just basically drink beer, smoke cigarettes all day. Cigarettes, 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 constantly in this, in this episode. Pregnant woman, smoking, drinking, no big deal. Um, we also had, uh, so the birthday party happened, and they had the divorcee over. <gasps> the divorcee. And they thought it was suspicious that she goes for walks. What are you doing walking? So apparently people didn't exercise back then. 
or at least not in the way that we see them now. People didn't go for walks as a way of relaxation or exercise. They're like, where are you going? What are you doing? It was really, uh, you know, these, these women I do not really like, especially the pregnant one. She's an anti-Semite. You know, she, she went away and she was she and her husband were quote unquote outnumbered, and you know it, she didn't feel uh, comfortable being around so many Jewish people because she's a bitch. Um, and again, smoking, drinking, uh, being pregnant. I liked seeing the uh, they for food. They put uh, cream cheese into celery, which I haven't had in a long time, but used to be a staple for family get-togethers. Um, Don seems lost. He seems like he's living his life in a job he's good at, the beautiful wife, two healthy kids, and his head is in the clouds. I mean, he has a girlfriend. Obviously, that must fill some void in him, but there's something else going on where sometimes he's just staring off in the distance. Uh, you know, at one point, the divorcee is just standing next to him. And they're like, Betty, oh, Betty says, go get the cake. He doesn't look back. He doesn't say, you know, th- you know, thanks. He just walks off to go get the cake and doesn't come back for hours, misses the party. The divorcee, Helen, I believe, had to go get the cake, had to go get a frozen cake just so they had something. Uh, and we see him, I, looked, I don't know if he fell asleep in the car. He picked up the cake, but then he was sitting by railroad tracks you know was he thinking i would just like to drive on these tracks i don't know because uh, the train came and then he came home and lo and behold he got his daughter a dog polly almost like making up for the fact that he wasn't there and betty was kind of pissed at him he just really just looked at her like whatever and hugged his kids loves his kids but yeah there's something missing in his life uh, that his family and his wife are not filling and his job isn't filling and I don't even know if the girlfriend is filling. This is just after three episodes, so I don't know what that means going forward. Uh, I don't know if these neighbors that we saw are going to be there uh, throughout the whole season, throughout the whole series. You can see one of them just in, in asking, telling the, the woman who's divorced, I like to call the divorcee, that, you know, hey, if you ever need any time for, uh, you know, to spend time with your kids. I can throw the ball around or take him to the beach. And she kind of called him on his bullshit. Like, oh yeah, then we can do this, then we can do that. You can come back to the house and we can laugh, just the two of us. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I wasn't, uh, I didn't mean that. And then the other neighbor smacked a kid that wasn't even his. The kid spilled a drink and he slapped him across the face. The dad comes up and he's like, apologize to him. Not, not the guy apologizing to the kid. The kid apologizing to the dad. They made a, NBC made a whole friggin' television show. I think it was an Australian show first, called The Slap, because a parent slapped another kid, and they friggin' made a TV show about it. In Mad Men, eh, two seconds, bing, boom, done. Today I went to a uh, harassment at work prevention training, and it could have just been real quick. Watch an episode of Mad Men. Do none of that. Don't treat women like that. Don't treat coworkers like that. Don't treat work like that. Don't treat yourself like that. I mean, God damn it. Like, how did everybody smoke? Did everybody die of lung cancer from this time? I mean, it's crazy. Crazy. Uh, 
I'm trying to think what else I got out of the episode. We see Betty's hands kind of freeze up a little bit again. Uh, Betty was like, oh, this woman has to work. It, it was just a weird thing with these women. They don't have to work, so they don't... It's they, they really judge and look down on this woman just for being divorced. They don't trust her. I don't know if they think some kind of a divorcee means like she's like... Uh, She's a, a loose woman who wants to, you know, go after their husbands. I don't know. But you can see they're really insecure. Uh, and it's it's like, my God. I mean, I don't, I don't think my grandparents were like that. I hope not. Um, but, I mean, that is that was the gist of the episode, really. You know, we got a little work, a little bit in the office, a little bit of him going to see a client and just looking around and making some comments on how they should brighten the place up. And a lot of family time and home time. Uh, and the best was just seeing Don Draper uh, building a house in, in dress pants and a white t-shirt that just felt like old photos that I've seen in my family. So I think that's it. Uh, I think I've covered just about everything I can think of without, again, doing any research or reading any articles because that's not what this episode of this, this podcast is about. It's just me giving my initial reaction as immediate as possible no matter how bad this microphone is i don't think i'm using this headset anymore it's too clicky i'm gonna to try to filter it out but geez i don't know either way i want to thank you for listening and i want to thank you people for subscribing okay we um have more subscribers than i thought we would uh not a lot but we're already doing pretty good and i appreciate it and i'd like to keep this on a weekly schedule um so again enjoy have a great weekend it's friday it's not Friday right now. It's a, This is through the power of the internet. I'm recording this before Friday. Uh, this is actually Wednesday night. Don't tell anybody. But every Friday, a new episode. So keep listening. Keep subscribing. Tell a friend. Tell an enemy. Tell a coworker. Grab a cigarette. Grab some scotch. And enjoy. Go watch it. The next episode on Netflix. Even if you watched the season, series before, go watch it again. And then we can come back and talk about it next week uh, but until then I just want to thank you and tell you remind you all the places you can find me and contact me on Twitter it's at MadeManPod the email address is MadeMan at FansNotExperts.com the website is FansNotExperts.com and on Facebook it's just FansNotExperts you can find us on Google Play Music iTunes Stitcher and now on TuneIn if you use TuneIn we are there so if you just want to, instead of subscribing through a podcast app, if you have TuneIn so you can listen to other stuff, just look up Mad Men or Made Man, which is the name of the podcast, and you will find us. Subscribe there. Anywhere you want to listen. I appreciate it no matter what. So we're done with third episode. Third episode of Made Man. Third episode of Mad Men. And uh, it was a good one. It was an interesting one, and it kind of shows us a little insight into this Don Draper guy um, and just something that's disconnecting him from from whatever this perfect life he seems to have is. Um, but come back next week as we continue this adventure where I try to turn myself into a made man. See, I'm going to use that pun every week, so get used to it. Fans not experts.